everyone and welcome back to the Target Transfers podcast, the number one heat printing podcast in the world. Today, Andy and I are joined by Stephen, the founder of Proud and Gifted, a community organisation uh, that has a mission to celebrate the achievements of young people, which is a very, very interesting subject that we're going to talk more on today. Uh, so tell the people a bit about you. The listeners are going to be really keen to hear what you do, how it came about. Uh, so just a little intro, really. No problem. Well, firstly, thank you for having me. You're more than welcome. Told you before, I was quite surprised. Thanks for coming on. And once you said, no, we want you to come, and I was like, wow. Because to me, this is a very big thing because, <laughs> because I just believe there's not enough education around printing in this country. Yeah. yeah. As I said to you, most of my knowledge has come from obviously YouTube, but Americans, which is fine. It's got me to where I am, but you now you've created a very good space. Yeah, we're really good. Yeah, very good space. In fact, for my intro, by the way. You're welcome. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Stephen, the founder from Proud and Gifted, media platform where I go around the United Kingdom and I celebrate and award young people that's doing amazing things. Why do I do this? I just believe back in 2018, I couldn't find a space that just celebrated young people 24-7. Not just share a positive story today, then next few days, it's a negative story. I just couldn't find that space. So I created what I couldn't find. And that's the quote that I read on your website as well. Just create, yeah, thank you. Just create what I couldn't find. Um, it's been a, it's been a fantastic journey. It's, it's taken me places where it was not, it's never been on my tip list, but the main focus is always young people. You, you see me on the camera so much times, but that's just the highlight what we do at Proud and Gifted and doing that has brought me here today. Yeah. You said um, on your website that when we turn on our televisions, the representation of our young people is so negative and there are so many out there who are not like that. I wanted to put some attention on the good ones because they deserve it. Is that what powers you on to run Proud and Gifted and to keep awarding young people and seeing the light on their faces every time you award them with a certificate or you go and visit them or you share their message across social platforms, things like that. That's correct. That's exactly what it is. In my job, I support and assist vulnerable people and juveniles in a police station. It's called an appropriate adult. Been doing that for 11 years now. So I see both sides to young people. And I just believe the negative side to young people, which I, I think is a small percentage, but it grabs their attention. Yeah. And I, I've... I've done youth work before and I've had young people say to me like, I've never got in trouble before, but I don't go on residential trips. I don't do this, I don't do that. Then it's not a problem to explain to them that some people, some young people just, they're in this position where they need help. Yeah. And it looks like because they're bad, they're getting rewarded. It doesn't work like that, but it looks like that. Okay. So that's why I thought, right, um, with all these conversations, so much years, I had the idea to, do proud and gifted. It's got to be about eight years ago. But it's like anything you, you start something, you leave it. One year I put a video out and expecting it's going to do well. <laughs> just sat there because you, if you don't put the work in, mm-hmm. so just so though the way proud and gifted was started it was a conversation with my sister Esther sitting there on WhatsApp. They goes to me, you've got to find anything that represents what you're doing. So I'm always buying domain names. I bought 
proud this, young this, gifted that. Once I come up with proud and gifted, that moment, August 2018, said to my sister, she goes, yeah, even up to this day, she thinks she owns proud and gifted. <laughs> you know, family. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's that silent partner that just says, because <laughs> her and my wife were always at each other's throat. What do you do for proud and gifted? And, but yeah, so, but it's good to have a laugh with family. But um, it was that conversation with Esther. Again, my younger sister, I have no issues listening to younger people around me. Yeah. And that's exactly what I've done. The focus has to be on, they are the majority, but they, they, they shine like the minority. It's positive young people. Mm-hmm. You, you can't tell me what we see in the media every day, knife crime, gang violence. That's what a majority of young people are. Mm-hmm. So the answer is no. When I started Proud and Gifted, they always said, oh, I'm not here to fight against the media. Four years later, that's exactly what I'm doing now because I realised that, um, yeah, if, if I can shine that light on a positive young people or group of young people, yeah, I'll keep doing it. And I feel it's one of the, it's one of the greatest feelings. What we do, we award every young person with a personalised certificate, depending after what we decide, one that might get a personalised medal, personalised trophy, and now they all get one merchandise each. Okay. Yeah, we give them one t-shirt each now. And that's to show them how positive they are outside of the people around them. Mm-hmm. So a stranger loves what you do, do, they believe in you. And I take that story and I just share it for the world to see how positive they are. That's so the, the merchandise started. I rec- I think this year I'm in a position where I'm happy to um, give them a merchandise as well. Yeah. And today we've given out 170 awards. Wow. But when it was lockdown, slowed, slowed it down a great deal, as I'm sure you're aware. Yeah. We gave out one award online. I'll be honest with you, it weren't the same. Mm-hmm. Because once people turn off their cameras, it's flat. Yeah, it, no, it's yeah, dead. The atmosphere's gone. Yeah, it's, it's it's gone. So what the way Pride and Gifted work? I would find out if a young person's exhibiting or performing, or they're going to be at an event. Contact the event organizers to say we'd like to come down there. Before it was easier. No one knew who Pride and Gifted was. I, I'll tell you what, them days were great. I said go to the event. Nobody knew who we were. Obviously, now it's changed. As I go there, I've got people saying to me, you're the man that celebrates young people. And I always tell them, no, thank you very much. So during the event, let's move it forward now. Young person might know who I am, but I can think on my feet. So if I see that you have rapport with the young person outside of their family, Mm -hmm. I will give you the award to hold. And I'll ask you to surprise them with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So where they think so it's, they don't see it coming. Don't see it coming. Okay. Yeah. So um, even though you've just given away your secret, now. no, it's fine because because <laughs> there's so much different ways. As soon as I get to a place, I will know. Okay, boom. Um, the young person knows that person, and or that person, and I just find a way to um, let them hold it, and once they're ready, and the reason why I do that. I want them to feel special in that moment. I want them to, I've had young people 20 minutes later playing with their medal, mm-hmm. 
showing their friends their certificate. I do that purposely so that the spotlight is on them. Because they deserve it. They deserve it. And it, you don't, young people don't, they don't have to be entrepreneurs. It could be anything. You can have a little, a, a young family member who has been late for school for two terms. Third time, for some odd reason, they've turned it around. That's something to celebrate. Yeah. That is an achievement. Mm. When they are entrepreneurs, that's fine, but there's so other awarded young people for just um, attending a organization for like a year because they were nominated. It's what you believe the young people person should be celebrated. It's about celebrating, like you just said, the small achievements in between those. Trust like me. if you start a business, your end goal might be to, I don't know, have so many followers or sell so many shirts or have a certain brand reputation, that kind of thing. But all of the small steps along the way are things that it's like gratification is it? you think yes i've achieved that it gives you the motivation to power on and do something else and do something more and that's exactly what you're talking about doing for young people it might not be like you say some people's achievements are they're all different Believe but me. they're all worth celebrating yeah yeah what what somebody might think of is that's not worth celebrating to people like us yes it is mm. because you, you've turned something around yeah i celebrated this young lady one time called Amazing Angel, December 2020. She was my second award. I tell you why I remember this girl. She was a book author and a motivational speaker. We done, I videoed her for nearly eight minutes, one take. I just stood there like that. <laughs> my name is Amazing Angel, boom, boom, boom. I just stood there like that outside Lakeside Shopping Center. I kid you not. And I think at the time, I'm sure she was without exaggerating, maybe 10 or 11. Because that same year, I was invited on radio station. Can I say it, radio? Can I say it? Yeah. yeah, I was invited on the BBC. And Tim Arthur was his name. He plugged her book twice because he said he's never seen a young person sell themselves like that. And that day I filmed the one take I went home and I was like, wow. And she was grateful for her certificate, for her medal. Because when I first started, I always had medals engraved. This is something that I thought, along with the certificate, so I was, obviously I was paying for everything myself, but amazing angel. <laughs> Tell you what, I, I, I can still hear a ring in my ears. Like. <laughs> but again, that was my second, one, the first one I've done, my friend's son called Ron. He's a video producer. He's a producer? He does so much. But he um, produced a very big music video. But I've always used to watch him in the house, and I just thought his knowledge of editing and filming. So what we've done, I asked him to film me a promo video locally. So done that, but always had his medal on me. Turn the camera around and I said, Ron, I'd like to award you for what you're doing. First he said to me, oh, no one's ever given nothing for doing this yet. Mm. I kind of looked at him like, okay. His reaction, I've, I've got it up on my, my page, but his reaction, that was my first unscripted way to celebrate a young person, by the way, because I think I, Gave him the medal in the car again after. 
But when he said to me, he's never been, no one's ever given nothing, and he's done a, some big video shoots. And that was, just, that was December 18. That's when I realised. I said to myself, it's got to be consistent, because the way I learned very quickly social media, you put a video out today, by weekend, people want more, or they've moved on, or, yeah. It's very quick. It's very it's quick. And, and I clocked that, I think, after my third video. I clocked it. I realised, okay, what's next? And that's when I realised I've got more, con that, that's why I became more consistent in what I do. And lockdown really slowed me down, but what I'd done to keep going, I celebrated anyone that was a key worker. Mm -hmm. And that was over that our age, because the age we celebrate is roughly nine years old, because you can tell if social media's run by a parent. So from nine up until 25, that's our kind of a, our age group bracket. But during lockdown, I just celebrate anyone as a key worker. Um, I just know there's so much of them. So I've done that for about a year. When I tried to meet somebody after lockdown, it was a bit difficult because everyone's mindset changed. Yeah. Social distancing was in place. So I'd, I'd meet a family and so I just thought, you know, we'll just leave it for a little while. But I just continued sharing stories of young people. Mm. It's one of those things as well that people are pleased that it's back and Trust you know, you've come back stronger than ever. Yes, you might have had a bit of a slower period during lockdown, but that doesn't mean that, you know, probably you've just gone away. It's back and you're still going. And I think people are probably more excited because yeah. they have that period of not being able to do that, that they maybe appreciate it more. Yeah, that's very true. Because since we've come out fully out of lockdown, it's all... It, from personally, it's changed for me because I always wear my T-shirt. Yeah. Anywhere I go. And when I go out now, a lot of people, it's it's nice when the public come up to you because they don't have to, yeah. but they choose and I let them know, thank you so much. They come to say, oh, you're the gentleman we see online that celebrates young people. Thank you for what you do. And it's nice. Yeah. You can easily lose track of what you're doing if you get caught up in that. But I know I've got a do what I'm doing to celebrate young people, to raise awareness. Yeah, but you also need to take those moments. Because I'm taking them, I'm taking them. It's amazing for other people. So when people compliment you, take it. No, I'm taking it. I'm learning to it. take it. Before, I'll take it, but no, I'm really taking it now because um, I watched a podcast there with Swiss Beats and he says something quite interesting. He goes, we have to accept that what we're doing, like yourselves, creating this space, People are complimenting you, just take it. it. I'm gonna be honest with you. In my culture, some people look at you like you're getting big headed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why my culture, we play it down a bit. Mm. It's just mad how it works sometimes. But then you've got to flip it and realize, no, it's true. Every day I work on Pride and Gifted, every day I'll leave here today, by the time I get home, all are filmed, I'll pull it together, do a quick reel for us, or I'll go on YouTube and just find out ways to grow it more. I work on it every day. So you're right, when people are paying me nice compliments, I do really take it. Yeah. And there's a difference between acknowledging your successes and being big-headed, the massive difference. Yeah, there is, but some people actually... It's a personality type, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it depends who you're talking to. Yeah, because this has always been Stephen, like, when I first started it, 
some of my friends just have debates with people saying, oh, he's, he's just smiling on camera because he's on camera. About after two and a half years later, my friend said to me, his, his work colleague said straight, no, that guy's actually real because he's still smiling. <laughs> this is my character. Yeah. And I've learned that people buy into you, mm. then your business. So I thought, okay, I'm going to crack on and do it more. You can see when I came up to you at the print where... I saw you coming. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, there's Stephen. I was like... In his crowning lifting t-shirt. I was like, oh, there's my girl from... Could we have a Zoom session together? Yeah. 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 And I said, look. And then saw yourself. I actually sat on one of your... um On the presentations. Yeah. I actually sat on one of them. And... It was I just think nice. I caught you and I'm behind the scenes vlog, actually. See? There was the corner of your head in one of them when I was editing it afterwards. Yeah, because I love learning and I've realised that when you have a business, if you don't keep learning, it ain't going to grow. No. And I've also understood, learn from the experts. And hence why it's got me here today. But yeah, it's, I love what I do at Pride and Gifted. Mm -hmm. Seriously, love what I do. While we're on the topic of achievements there's a couple of things i've been meaning to bring up with you since you've been sitting in the podcast chair one of which you were on the bbc bbc one show not that long ago <laughs> to being nominated for carrying one of the queen's batons during yeah. the jubilee ceremony tell us about that that's mad it was a good that experience was mad my friend gary who i call him my advisor when i've got an idea contact gary you know that person that just simplifies things. But he said to me one, no, he nominated me, I didn't know that. So I got the nomination through, and I'm gonna be honest with everyone. When it said Birmingham Commonwealth Grays, I was thinking, they're not gonna pick me to carry the baton because I live in London. That's, <laughs> that's how fickle I was thinking. On the final day, I filled it in. I'll tell you why I filled it in. I thought, you know, if someone's taking time out to nominate me, let me, um complete it, completed it. And then he spoke to Gary about a couple of weeks later, he says to me, Steve, did you ever get this nomination? So I found out with him, I said, no, thanks. Fast forward, the one show contacted me to say, um, no, the, the Commonwealth Games said, the one show is interested in a few stories and yours is one of them. So I said, cool. But they said, you haven't been nominated yet. So I was thinking, I kept questioning, why would they want to film me? And I haven't been nominated, but uh, I won't like you. Your own game. Yeah, <laughs> they, they played it good, yeah, but, <laughs> but I was happy to get the content. I kid you not, I was just happy yeah, to get that yeah. BBC content. Come down on the day, my daughter came with me because obviously it was all arranged. Arranged to do it. At, um, I saw that on your, you put it on your Instagram, didn't you? The clip, yeah, with them at the one show, did also, yeah. yeah. So I, um, I, I contacted the lift hub in Islington youth club run by a lady called Judith. And within an hour, she said they agreed. I think they agreed it the Friday, we filmed the Sunday. Sorry, but my daughter came with me. And then when the BBC, obviously, they were there, they're setting up. Boy, they pulled out some big cameras. <laughs> pulled out some very big cameras. They came camera. to you, right? You didn't go to the BBC? Yeah, no, we, we just arranged to meet. Because um, they said, let's keep it authentic. Rather than doing it in your house. So I didn't want to do it in my house. Because that ain't, that's quite, in my eyes, that's boring. So we arranged to do it at a youth club. So when they came, took all the cameras, the guy goes to me, would like your daughter with you on camera. I said, you have to ask her yourself. I need her on camera, don't get me wrong. Father and daughter thing. But I said to him, 
she's a grown woman you have to ask yourself about 10 minutes she was like no nah, just come to there's there honestly for nearly 15 mm-hmm. minutes just having a conversation and she said all right they said to me you won't be on it for long and then those asking me questions then they produced the envelope and yeah i was nominated that's and they when, caught your reaction live on camera yeah that's when the penny dropped because the first one i done terrence said Riri, look and she, she was so nervous that that, that she day didn't look it. I didn't pick up she that. was yeah she was so because what it was obviously they got the lighting like yourselves but then there was about three or four big cameras dotted around the place the guy richie presenter was cool he, he did relax her only when they produced the envelope to myself that's when i realized wow i'm actually carrying a band for the queen and yeah so that was on the we done it during the jubilee platinum concert we done it i think that was a sunday or the saturday i think it was july the 4th no june the 4th and where i carried it was in tower of london where the um where the poppies are i carried it in in that section yeah there's about five of us they made us feel so special that day but they had asked us previously if we wanted to carry it on the stage at the platinum concert at buckingham palace so i was like yeah cool we thought we was gonna carry it during the actual thing but it was before the concert but yeah they brought it on stage um asked us a few questions there was obviously there's hundreds of people there yeah that experience i'll be honest with you that was quite emotional i'm gonna share a video t- later today when i handed a baton over i actually cried like this <laughs> this was like i think it everything just came down to me like this is what you've achieved yeah. celebrating young people and everybody was right steven this is about you this moment here is about you yourself for what you do for young people but as a yeah, it's a great experience. You know me, I've got so much footage of that. I haven't <laughs> <Yeah>. shared it. <laughs> but so much. I should have read it today. And my sister says, I forgot you've done that. I said, Yes, I've got so much. But it was nice. Um, my niece was there, my sister, my daughter, wife, Cynthia, Lorraine, family friend was always there with us. It was just nice. And they organizers made them walk around with me with the the pattern as well. I bet that made it feel. Yeah. Just that bit more special than having those people by your side. Yeah, and then we went to. Only myself could go, so went home, had something to eat, freshened up, then went to the um, platinum concert later that night. And a few people might be asking, like, how did I get all these pictures? Basically, we all left, and then somebody says to me outside because they made us go outside. The concept because we we done our bit yeah and then i don't know who the person was but the person to me you was just inside carrying a bat and i said yeah but we've had to leave which is fine because obviously it's um that's what the the procedure was the person said no um i work here etc etc took me back inside and that night i got pictures with rod stewart got pictures with alicia keys swiss beats I think diversity, um, Tom Daly, Jessica Ellis, 
quite a few people I took selfies with them. A busy evening. <laughs> but by by the time Diana, Diana Ross came on, to your body was that I'd left, and I was standing by her changing room most of the night. Mm. Body was that. Long yeah, it was a long day. A lot of emotion as well. Yeah, because we had to be at Tower of London for seven o'clock in the morning, and my family had to be there at that time with us, with me as well. But you didn't sleep the night before, did you? See, think about it. We had a family party the night before my cousin's thirtieth. <laughs> but everybody made sure I left the venue by, I think it was eleven or eleven thirty, because now in real Africa, because <laughs> I do like to socialize. I think I'd have stayed longer, but they made sure I left. I couldn't sleep that night. You're right, I, I couldn't sleep. Mm. Went home, went to bed, I couldn't sleep. Because obviously I didn't know what to expect the next day. But the Baton Bearer Committee, I can only say thank you very much for how you made us all feel so special. They made us rip throughout the whole day. Because they reminded us, this is your moment. Yeah. You, you need to take it in. Yeah, so yeah, that's and it's and the Commonwealth starts today. So, but no, thank you for that. No, it's a really, it's a really great moment. We, 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 I mean, we we've been following your journey for a couple of years now. I think when we first came across you, so we we felt we felt really proud of you that you because you can see the hard work you're putting in consistently. Yeah, you know, and it, it's nice to see that you get rewarded for that as well. Yeah, it's you know, nice based on what everything you do for lots of other people. It's nice. One thing I was really curious about is obviously what you're doing, I think, is a fantastic project. Really, really um, great to see you promoting positive stories. But if someone wanted to, can they, do they just uh, get in touch with you to nominate people? How does it yeah. work in terms of like, how can, if someone's listening to this, how could they help highlight someone they know is all they have doing to something do, great? Sorry, all they've got to do, um, I still control all my social media so they can email info at proudandgifted.co.uk social medias um facebook twitter linkedin instagram at proud and gifted and just i had a nomination form but i think it was too complicated so we've removed it they can just send us an email or dm and then we'll contact them back and ask them a few questions yeah and then um people are not nominating enough okay most of the young people i'm celebrating is what i've researched the, they're not I don't know why. Too humble, maybe. Yeah, um, someone contacted me last week, called a lady yesterday. She was so surprised, shocked. I mean, I said, no, it's cool. But I said, no, thank you very much for that. She's going to get, because I think it was a friend. I said, well, speak to the parents. If they're happy, I'll speak to them. And then, as you say, we'll get things moving. One of my good, one of the most memorable moments for me is I celebrated a young boy called Josh at Eton College, mm -hmm. and he applied for Eton himself. Um, so I went there in 2019. Again, I DM his page. When he replied, I was excited. I'm like that because I'm thinking, in my eyes, you're a superstar. Yeah. So he contacted me back, went down there for the day. He got, they've got an open day, he's part of it because I think he just left took me there, took me on a tour. His, his name was etched in the library. Yeah, it was wow. crazy. Um, done that and he made me meet the headmaster. So again, while speaking to the headmaster, I said to him, where was he? He goes, no, I'm aware who you are. 
So I said to him, I'd like you to surprise Josh with a difficult, but I don't know how we're going to do it. Because don't worry about that. Went in the big yard and right in front of one of their um, statues, surprised Josh right there. And I'm standing like, because everything you see me film is on my mobile phone. Mm-hmm. I've learned to just use what I've got. I've got DS, DSLR cameras, but I just think the quality of mobile phones, it, it, it does a good enough job. So yeah. I just stood there with my phone and my gimbal and caught Josh's reaction. And then after that, Eaton invited me down for their first, they never had a Black History Month before. Wow. Like, wow. Never. Went down there. It was, a, it was a beautiful evening and just talking to um it was all all the boys all well, obviously of all cultures and it was nice and that was 2019 but then obviously lockdown came after that but yeah it, it, it was a good experience because it's no secret places ain't designed for people like myself it's, we, we don't need to pre up mm-hmm. so it was just nice to see young black boys there and obviously non-black boys learning about each other's cultures. Oh, it was good. Good, it was a good, I went there twice. I've still got footage that I filmed that I ain't showed you. <laughs> Cause I just learned to film to edit. Yeah. Just filmed, I learned that off, obviously online, just film to edit. But that was a that was a very good day. Cause even when you, from when you pull up outside Eaton, you, you, I swear you get goosebumps because you see the building and you think you know the history. Yeah, man. Then when I went in there, obviously see Boris's name there and all the leaders, it's like, wow. Mm. But again, that wasn't on my tip list. I saw his story online. Because what I like to do, if there's a young person's story online, I won't contact them straight away because I know everybody's going to be on them. I'll give it a couple of weeks, then Proud and Gifted will be in touch to see if we can celebrate you further and leave your content for people to see at a later date. So that's why, that's how we contact some people that's like blown in the media. You're, um, one of the stories that I looked at on your website and on your Instagram uh, before you came in for the podcast was um, a lady named Alina who was 13 and she was the youngest black person to get accepted into medical school. That it just left me speechless. 13 years yeah. old and she's gone to med school. And like you, I saw it online because once I see a story, I will always look further, look beyond the story just to make sure it's creditable. Yeah. So I went on a few, again, that's another story in America. I went on a few pages and then I found it on New York, one of the New York newspapers. So I thought, cool. Found her page contacted her always to see if they will reply i said obviously uk um we celebrate young people and they messaged back to say yeah please share it if you can i was like wow because i'm like that i'm quite a big kid sometimes so mm-hmm. when they but yeah that story when i read it i was like i didn't believe it how is I it possible yeah it. I yeah read it twice. Mm. but them stories are out there and I can't put a number on how much young people have celebrated like that because that's that's just I should have kept a track on it, but and I put her story on my main page because what a lot of people tend to do, which is fine, they put it in their stories, but I like to pull it on my page mm-hmm. 
to give them that extra moment. Yeah. Would they ever contact me again? I doubt it. But initially, someone did from her page. But yeah, you're right. That age. Imagine what she can go on to do. I read it and I was like, wow. Then the next few days, I kept seeing it pop up on so much different. A lot of people say to me sometimes, like, where do you find the stories or how? I just sit on the internet. Okay, so one of the things I wanted to ask you, Steve, is obviously one of the ways that you help um, keep the, the crowd and keep the message going, the way you help to fund what you do as well is through um, your own merchandise as well. So can you tell us about um, how you got started and why you chose um, T-shirt printing as the way to help um, push the message a bit further even? Yeah, sure. Um, the way I learned it, it was on YouTube. Just, I wanted a product. And I think the easiest thing is always a T-shirt. Mm -hmm. And this was my original, to me, this is the original logo. I've got another one that's not in a circle, but I've always loved this one. But I've done a survey and they prefer the other logo. So I've, I have gone with what my customers want, but this is my first logo. I was getting it printed by a company at first. I think I had my first T-shirt I ever got done was June 20... It was 2020. Just went to a shop, asked them to do, do me a t-shirt. God knows what they gave me back, to be honest, but I got back what I more or less wanted. I think at that time I was paying, I think I paid 20 pounds. Then the odd person wanted one. I was thinking, oh, it's a bit, it's not, it's a bit much to charge people considering that I won't make not a pound. So I sat there for about, I think about six months, just kept researching and all my knowledge came from America, even though their setup is different to on. Mm -hmm. Whereas they can um, print stuff, put it in, in all their friends' shops. I just believe that we don't have that luxury in the UK. Yeah. So I started to print and the first order I've done, I just took people's orders. They didn't have to pay nothing. They paid me when I sent it to them. 90% was friends anyway, but I still posted it and met them. It took up a lot of time, but it actually felt really good. Like, really good that people were interested in my product. So I've done the first batch. And to all the people that I've promised stuff to, I'm sure there's loads of you. I guess it's just one things. <laughs> but uh, no, I promise. Because I, in the beginning, I didn't like charging my friends which is silly, but I just didn't like doing it. So I promised most of them. I've given out loads of free t-shirts, mm -hmm. but I chose to. Yeah. I've given out loads of free t-shirts. Second batch came, that was fine. And then I just, I don't know, I think it was, the way I was ordering, I just thought, nah, it's got to be a better way than this. Again, research, heat press, and I actually purchased it from one of your, your agents, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And then, it came, oh, message to the agent, by the way. They delivered two heat presses by accident. I sent one back and they never came back to me to say, they promised something, but they never did. But yeah, they delivered two. Honesty, see, <laughs> me as well. <laughs> Your mindset changes as well when, um, I guess you're running the business, but they sent me two. They sent me 
auto clamp and the one that's not an auto clamp. I think it's the one below it. Okay. The max press, maybe. Yeah. Or they both work. Because I, I ordered the because sorry, the, the heat press I, I own is an um, auto clamp. Yeah. Yeah. After all my research, I wasn't going to get, I think it's two models below, but then I realized for the extra couple of hundred pounds, I decided to go with the auto clamp. Yeah. Because I think they're right. It does save time. I think as well, when you're busy, you, can, you know, you've got a million things going on at yeah. once. It pops back up for you. It's nice and easy. And way. you remove it. Yeah. So, but yeah, they sent two. <laughs> and you sent one back. Sent one back. I think a lot of my friends are quite surprised, but <laughs> your mindset changes. So I got that and it just became easier on how to print. But what I've done before ordering my heat press, I think I had about maybe three or four suppliers for t-shirts mm -hmm. so i had that there i went through days and nights understanding how the press works yeah the transfers then i realized one color is dirt cheaper so i've always had one color up until a few weeks ago but when i realized one color then if we do it smaller it was cheaper again i was like okay but i had all this i completed all my research as best as i can before purchasing heat press i still question is it a great investment but people around me saying stephen don't be stupid that is an investment mm -hmm. for what i paid for it i guess one good serious order or big order but i'm happy with what i bought i just think i've dragged my feet to supply more t-shirts mm -hmm. or jumpers or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and that's my thought that's just building a platform trying to focus on one thing then getting distracted for another thing but oh yeah so i've i now understand smaller logo cost effective my last two orders for yourselves are the max so this multi-color yeah, yeah yeah so much i don't think it's any different texture yeah, because when I tested at the trade show, I thought it's still the same. But I think I prefer the hot pill. Even though the cold pill was cool, you wait two, three minutes. I just think the hot pill is the one. So, yeah, so um, I've ordered my second batch already. It's just, I think it's it's easier to order gang sheets. Yeah. With if you've got more than one logo. Oh, 100%. Yeah. You can get much better profit margin every item as well. Yeah, and definitely. And uh, as much as when I went to the trade show, I didn't leave there with a lot of knowledge, mm -hmm. but I learned some very important things. Yeah. And that was when you said you're going to release your Max one. And I felt it and I thought, cool, then it's funny yourself. You're the one that first said, I, no one ever said it was a hot pill at all. And I saw you. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I thought they must have said it, but I never heard them say it. I'm thinking, you might think what's two, three minutes, but it's a big difference. Mm. It's a big difference. And I've, so my first order was screen prints. Yeah. Second one, I never know what they were, but I think they were the um, screen print. But yeah, I do it all in-house now. Yeah. Aim is to really learn more from yourselves to scale up. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I just think you're filling a space that 
I couldn't find again in 2019. Maybe most of the videos on YouTube are American led, but what you lot have started is really good. It's, it's needed. Mm -hmm. Education is, is so vital. And you know, this is something that in myself and Molly are always trying to educate ourselves on marketing, what we're trying to do here. But I think the people that succeed in life are the ones that continue to educate. Trust You've got to be me. humble enough to be like, okay, yeah, I can learn something new every day because you're, you know, there's always going to be something that we like, oh, I wish, okay, that's great. I can tweak that. And now I'm like, say you're hot pill. Okay. Hot pill, cool. I can say, if I can say five seconds every time by the end of the year, that's going to, I could have another day of my life back to do something. It's a big difference. Yeah. Because you know, go I would send some awards and some medals and meet some people instead. Cause I press them, leave it there, make sure I've left it for a few seconds, go back or minutes already, and then go back. But with a hot pill, nice to see yeah, straight away. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's... It's all about scaling up, isn't it? Yeah, and that's I the mean, thing. you look at the set that we used to sit in to do our podcast. <laughs> I mean, everyone has to start somewhere we're well aware, but yeah, I remember that. that compared to this... Because <laughs> it had a table in it, is that right? It's that table over there. It's the conference room. Really. Okay, okay, yeah. 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 yeah and as I said, um, I said, hope they don't get offended, but I have to say, just the sound quality and... Look, look, look now. We went, yeah, we went through quite this a few This is a nice setup, by the way. This is a cool <laughs> setup. I have to say, cool setup. We did setup. go through quite a few different mic options, didn't we? But as I say, it, it takes time, it takes testing, and there's different, it's the same transfers. You're going to do a few different designs. You're going to try a few different blank t-shirt brands before you find the sweet spot of the perfect mix. And and I had my first transfer to bring it out, left it. It came out wrong because I didn't read the instructions. Oh, wow. Kid you not. <laughs> Half of it. Pulled off and I was like, no. And uh, I've my, my, I think it was my third one. Now, the first hoodie I done, again, not concentrating, it was upside down. Oh, I've done that. Yeah, upside oh, down. Yeah. And you took it off and I was like, since then, I kid you not, when I'm pressing, I don't look up my phone. I don't, nothing. In the zone. Because I have to say, the first hoodie I printed, upside down. And the second hoodie didn't leave it long enough, half ripped off. It. <laughs> I've kept them because, as I say, keep 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 it as a reminder. This but is yeah, where I started. Yeah. This is where I am now. Could you not? Yeah, just and it's funny. I didn't listen to the ten or twelve second pill on the first one, and I destroyed the thing. Mm. I'm not saying it was minutes or hours. It There's was a very specific recipe for a reason. People that mm. even try and change it by a few seconds, you don't need to. There's a reason that. We test them to such specific settings. Tell you what I was doing though, mine was leaving scorch marks. Mm -hmm. So again, I kept going online, but then I realized medium press, I've I've got my set at four. Yeah. I think I had it at six because it said four to six, and I realized no. So I've got it, I, I had it set at four and it's, it's it's been fine. It was just annoying that scorch mark, then you're thinking, oh, because you always think of the customer now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. And Every time I press one, the way I go over it, I think I exaggerate, but you think of the customer. I do neck labels, but I haven't really been using them, but I've got neck labels that I've got from yeah. yourself. It's a great way of, you know, going back to your question about what can you do to scale, but the neck label is like the ultimate business card for a heat printer. Because yeah. when labels. you're doing either your own work or, um, you know, we were discussing earlier some other places where you might be able to be heat printer to you, machine to use is then someone picks up their top like, oh, this is great this love the quality in this and oh prime gifted 
we got to get in touch and then you never know who might pick it up and actually do you know what? i need 200 t-shirts for this event in a couple of yeah, weeks bring them orders <laughs> <laughs> bring them exactly orders. So i think you might have answered my next question already about what's the most important thing you've learned as a heat printer is that probably following the recipe the right trust me yeah <laughs> um as funny as it is when i took off that first pill i was like how did i do that but then i realized well, concentrating like the first that's the first one i could not believe it when i done the second one concentrated it was fine it's just it's just amazing how that device can do so much things mm -hmm. and i haven't really used it to that scale yeah it's, it's, it's quite astonishing it's not really any industry that can't be we can't make a transfer that you can yeah. you can manufacture it for um you know anything i mean it's one of those things i mean we notice it more having worked here like we were discussing off mic a minute ago been here four and a half years but once you once you've done it a couple of times and you've used it like every time you go into a shop now i'm like oh what's that made of i wonder if that's one yeah, of I our times and you like you start to realize i feel it yeah i pick it i feel the quality of the t-shirt i'm like no that's lifting i'm not buying that yeah. <laughs> and i'm thinking do i want to spend so much knowing how much that <laughs> i am really to put it, yeah, it's mad. I went into Nike earlier and they had a new sweatshirt and it had like the tick on it, but okay. it was, um, it almost looked like thick velvet, like rug kind of material. Is, is that, that puff? Like is, is that that puff? No, 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 it, it was soft, it was okay. almost like the rug, but it, it looked like it was stuck mm. on, it didn't look like it was embroidered. And I was like, oh, that's cool, yeah. <laughs> See, and as you said, because can't deny you're a specialist at this, even for you to say. <laughs> That night tick was really good. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah it was a good. Because I mean, you are, you are an expert. I nearly bought it. I did nearly buy it. I might go back to market. <laughs> yeah, because you are an expert. But yeah, it's funny. Um, after I've done a few presses and I've got to understand garment, going to shop was quite difficult. Because yeah. I'm feeling the quality t shirt and I'm thinking, I know how much you paid for that. Especially <laughs> when they do it at that. Places like Nike and mm. things like that, the scale Pence. they do it at, it's, yeah, it's mad. But yeah, learning, that's all I do. So one of the things I was really curious to talk about is obviously one of, you know, the, the core thing you do is you go out and you celebrate these young people. And I was really curious to know what you what you tell them. Because obviously one of, the, one of the things we talk about sometimes here is for trying to talk about motivation for businesses. I wondered what you told what you tell these people because obviously you know you want to celebrate them but you I imagine you want to make a lasting impression to be like it's not just what this moment today you want to yeah. try and help to take me on even further is there anything you, you say to them or advice you give to people to be like okay now now the hard work because I imagine it's gone but now the hard work starts what's next yeah all I honestly say to them is that um the first one says to me you're gonna have bad days Mm -hmm. we all have bad days but think of times like this or another important part of your journey go back to that and that will elevate you again because we will some days i'll pick up my phone thinking oh what content today even though i schedule them i plan them you wake up thinking oh. but as i say to him just think of even even if you use this moment if you've never been celebrated before, use this moment to think, well, proud and gifted, love what I do. 
they've took time out to celebrate me and spend time with me. Just use that as a stepping stone. But I don't, I don't ever see myself as a motivational speaker. But I'm good at gassing up young people. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to Could say. Could you do nine minutes without a break in one take? No. Nah. <laughs> and that's the difference. People look at me and think, oh, your videos are good. If they know how much times I restart a video, that's one minute long <laughs> because it's the way it just oh, the... trust me we do <laughs> <laughs> the amount of videos people say to me, oh your video's so good if you know how long it took me to finally get there but honestly it's just encouraging a young person that just keep believing in yourself only you can stop only you can stop yourself from reaching beyond the stars yeah nobody else can only you can decide do I want to continue and reach the next level or am I happy where I am yeah and for me I tell him straight if when I was growing up at your age if there was a proud and gifted I'd have been over the moon mm-hmm. not because it's me but if it's another company that does the same thing what I do I'd have been over the moon yeah. but I guess it was limited then because of social media and I think the world is a, the world changes a lot anyway yeah but that's all i tell them just just keep believing in yourself not everybody's going to get your message my some of my family members don't get my message but deep down i know they're rooting for me and they believe in me yeah and i'm good with that yeah because yeah because i tell a lot of people if you if you think sometimes your family and your friends not sharing your stuff look at yourself and think have you always shared your family member or your friend's business? And the answer is no. So don't take it personal. Yeah. Family will always root for you, even if it's secretly. <laughs> I know you got rooting for me. <laughs> They'll always root for you. That's what yeah. families are for. Build your business for strangers. Once you do that, there ain't that much pressure. That's And that's after about the first year, on WhatsApp, I never share my stuff. Because I think my WhatsApp is not for business. I don't share none of my videos. If you notice on my social media, I never f- um, ping it to people in their DMs. Please share, please share. No, I believe if you like it, you're going to share it. Yeah. Everyone's different. People, it, it works for some people. I'm just happy to organically let it grow. Mm-hmm. I think people are more inclined to share it if they're not forced to as well. If they think, oh, that's really cool. And yeah. then they will. If you ask them to, I mean, yeah, friends and family might like to trick you, you a head start or help you out or have you, but yeah, the majority of it is organic. Organic, and, yeah, just, and... just just, kick back and relax and just, we all have bad days. Um, on, I've got two reels on my Instagram, one's on 1.6 mil, I think the other one's on a million. So it shows that it, it can, whatever you're posting can work, mm-hmm. just takes time. Yeah. I believe I'm going to wake up. Yeah, I believe I'm going to wake up one day, and Proud and Gifted is going to have hundreds of thousands of followers. It's just the algorithm. Yeah. If if the algorithm likes you, you could pay for whatever you want. But if that algorithm does like you, it'll because one of my I've got what on about seven and a half thousand followers on Instagram. I've had a real, as I said, one point some six million views. How? Because the algorithm is, I like to think it's me, but I think it's more, it's, if the algorithm falls in love with you, that's it. But consistency, that's mm-hmm. the, that's the one. Yeah. 
can't post today and then post in a week's time and thinking, oh, nothing's happened. I engage with everyone that comments on most of my social medias, even if I like it. This is showing that the end user does see and appreciate. I love it. Yeah, it's cool, man. Excellent. Well, <clears throat> I think that's all of our questions for today. I'm sure it won't be the last time you come on our podcast. Nah. Um, so I just wanted to remind everyone, if you've got, if you know of a positive story you think needs to be celebrated, make sure you get in touch with Stephen or Proud and, Proud and Gifted. Um, if you are really inspired by a story like myself and Molly are today, Thank you. go ahead and buy one of his t-shirts because I think that it, it's going to go to a really positive um, cause and can really help um, continue this great initiative that you're following. Yeah, because well. most um just like to say that every purchase, percentage of the um purchases, they go towards celebrating a young person. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not that it's just all for profit. Um like to pay for medals and um certificates or and it helps with my travel to, to travel around because we go all around the United Kingdom to um celebrate young people. And I'd just like to say thank you so much for inviting me today. It's our pleasure. I told you, man, it means a lot. Friday Gifted, what did we do? We celebrate young people's achievements. And so far, we have awarded 170 young people. I believe I'm behind for myself, even with lockdown. But you're going to see much, much more stories. I'd just like to say thank you to everyone that has been with us from the beginning, even if you just joined us for the first time. Thank you for taking time out. Uh, and I can't thank you guys enough. Ciao. You're welcome. It's our pleasure. Thank you, you very much for joining us. That's and cool, I'd just like to remind everyone that if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and like this video. If you don't follow us on socials, do that at Target Transfers and at Target Transfers Podcast. And we'll be back next Thursday at 11.30 a.m. with another episode. I've got one request. Oh, go on then. I did this thing where I asked Prada Gifted, what do we do? Okay. And you repeat, we celebrate young people's achievements. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't get it wrong on camera. Oh God, that's pressure. We celebrate young people's achievements. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Prada Gifted, what do we do? Celebrate young people. You didn't tell me to stop. <laughs> yeah. All right. Prada Gifted, what do we do? We celebrate young people's achievements. I'm not really feeling that. Prada Gifted. We celebrate young people's achievements. Thank you very much. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Bye. Man.